Hi guys, and welcome to this bonus episode of And So It Goes with me, your host, Kiara Callahan. I don't typically upload episodes on Fridays. If you guys listen to the podcast, you know that I upload every single Wednesday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, but I just experienced so many technical difficulties while recording Wednesday's episode. There is just so much static and noise in the background, and I figured it would be best for me, my mental stability, and to make sure you guys get the best quality that I can provide to you, that we split up the moving episode into two parts. So... Wednesday's episode was all about my tips to you on how to make a big move. I talked all about planning ahead, how to find the best deals for furniture, and how to create a budget and stick to it. And in this part, part two, we're going to talk all about how to adjust and thrive in your new place, your new city, your new state, country, wherever you end up going. But before we get started with that, I figured I would just mention I'm not really going to go through the sunrises or sunsets just because this is pretty much an extension of Wednesday's episode. But I will touch on my current favorite only because when I was recording all those episodes, I think I recorded Wednesday's episode about five times. My throat was so sore and I think I was just going a little bit nutty. And on the recording that was actually good, that had good quality, the one that I uploaded I guess I forgot to mention my current favorite, so I figured I would talk to you guys about that one today. This week's current favorite, I've never shopped and or owned anything from this company, but I was on the market for a new yoga mat. Well, okay, I wasn't really on the market. I have a yoga mat, it's in great condition. My only thing with it is that it's like eight years old and I could do an upgrade, but I really just wanted to treat myself. And so I went online, I went searching for one and this company, had a great bundle it's aloe yoga they had a bundle for a yoga mat it came with that and then two yoga blocks a yoga strap and then the anti-resistant anti-slip mat that you can put on top for about 150 dollars it's originally retailed for over 300 dollars the mat alone costs 100 so i feel like i got a really good deal plus this yoga mat is so cute it's just like all black it's kind of shiny but shimmery and matte at the same time i love it i'm obsessed it's so comfortable i actually laid it out yesterday laid on top of it turned off the lights turned on some manifestation high frequency music and i was just so relaxed so soothed i bet you if i would have stayed on that mat for about five more minutes with my eyes closed I would have probably fallen asleep. I'm not sure if that's because of the mat or just because I was so soothed and so relaxed during all of that, but I'm really loving my aloe yoga mat. I know there's like some controversy with them. I know some people really like their products and some people really don't, but from what I have experienced so far, really just with my mat and I've only had it for a week now, I really, really do like it and enjoy it. Okay, so it's currently Thursday while I'm recording this and it is so dark outside. I think it's about a thunderstorm or something because the clouds are literally pitch black. It is kind of freaky. I'm a little disappointed because I really wanted to go watch the sunset tonight and just relax on the beach, but I didn't think that was going to happen, which is why I'm sitting down now to record this episode. And with that being said, why don't we just get right on into my tips to give to you on how to adjust and thrive in your new place. On Wednesday's episode, I kind of gave you guys a little back backstory of how I got from a living in Virginia down to Florida. So feel free to listen to that episode if you want to know a little bit more in depth of my move, but I figured I would just do a little highlight reel of it. Basically, I was born and raised in Virginia. I went to college in Virginia and I never wanted to be the type of person that never left their hometown, that never moved to a new city. I heard of so many people saying that they lived in so many fascinating cities when they grew up and that is who I wanted to be. I've always been 
kind of like a traveler. I've always wanted to travel and visit new places, try new foods, see new cultures. So when this opportunity came up for me to potentially move to Miami, I basically took it and ran. Over the summer, some friends from college decided to rent out an Airbnb in Fort Lauderdale for a month, and it was perfect because we all kind of worked from home, we worked remotely, there was a pool, we were by the beach. It was, it was amazing. It was such a great month. So many great memories came from that month. But about on the third day of living in Fort Lauderdale, we came and visited Miami for the day. And I think just within that day, I fell in love with the city. I've always wanted to live in a city, but I've always wanted to live in an area that's super warm and super tropical and beachy. And Miami just never came to my mind, honestly. When I was looking into places to move, I was looking into North Carolina, California, Texas, those types of things. And so when we visited Miami, I was like, okay, this is a done deal. I need to move here. It's perfect. I love it. I love the culture, the city. So that's when I really started looking for a place to live. If you don't know, I live with my boyfriend. We live in this super cute two-bedroom apartment. Our views are amazing. I'm obsessed with it. We're still furnishing it, we're still decorating it, but it's really coming together. So that's my move. I moved at the end of October, and so I'm still in this area of adjusting and learning how to thrive. So why not just share with you guys what I've learned along the way? And my first tip that I can give you guys is to create your routine. I feel like whenever you move or whenever you have this big transition in your life, your routine is always pushed to the very bottom of your priority list. And I encourage you guys to bring that all the way to the top of your priority list. Really make sure you bring all those key components that you loved of your routine when you lived in your old place bring it to your new place for example something that my family and I did every single Saturday and sometimes on Sundays was that we would go to a coffee shop and honestly being out of the house being put in a new environment was what was fun of doing that I really did enjoy going to coffee shops every weekend with my family with my parents it was just such a blast and that's something that I want to bring into my routine here in Miami I haven't fully done so because I'm still trying to find my coffee shop I'm trying to find that cutesy coffee shop that I feel really comfortable in that their coffee is super good and that they have chocolate croissants because the one at home had them and they were so good so i'm still trying to find that here so if you're a listener and if you live in and around miami and you know of a coffee shop that has great lattes and great chocolate croissants please 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 let me know and another example i can give you guys is going to the gym before i moved i was waking up at 6 a.m every single morning and driving the 10 to 15 minutes it took me to go to the gym i would be there from 45 minutes to an hour come home shower eat breakfast get ready for work and start working at nine o'clock and since moving honestly even in the months leading up to moving i kind of just forgot about the gym i really didn't prioritize that at all and i wish i did because i knew that the gym is something that i did daily actually it wasn't even daily i would only go like three to five times a week but it was something that made me feel good so that's something i'm trying to bring back into my routine now here in miami i think i've just been using the excuse that the gym is literally in my apartment building so if i don't go in the morning i'll go after work or at night but i'm not the type of person to go after work or in the evening or whatever if i don't get it done in the morning i'm not going to do it all day unless i go on a little afternoon walk on the beach or around the block or something like that because i'm the type of person that i like to get sweaty early in the day, shower, and just be ready for the rest of the day. I don't like to interrupt my day with the gym and then have to shower and then 
No, none of that. I like to shower in the morning. So if I go to the gym in the afternoon, it just kind of throws off my entire schedule. So I really need to get back into putting that into my routine, really forcing myself to get up early, not snoozing my alarm and actually dragging myself to the gym. Because at some point or another, it's not going to be like, oh, you have to be motivated or inspired to go to the gym. No, it's something that is built into your routine that you know you have to do in order to feel good about your day or in order to feel like your day has been started so i don't want it to feel like a chore anymore i want it to feel like it's part of my routine it's just something that i have to do another tip is to cook your meals at home i know when you move to a new area you want to explore all the coffee shops all the restaurants the bars the clubs but i still encourage you guys to cook your meals at home and create a list of all the places that you want to try or that you want to visit and plan it out so I like to meal plan my weeks on Sundays and when I'm meal planning I write down breakfast lunch and dinner for every day of the week and then I'll start filling in what meals I'm gonna plan for that week just so that it's easier for me when it comes time to cooking something like instead of wondering oh what am I gonna make or instead of like being lazy and okay let me just order uber eats I know what I'm gonna make I have a plan and within that meal plan I'll even say okay Friday out for dinner and then Sunday out for coffee or for breakfast. That way you can plan going out to eat and it's something you have to look forward to rather than it being so kind of, I don't know, I don't even know how to say it, but the best example that I can give you guys is that back at home in Virginia, my family and I pretty much every Friday would go out to eat and I loved it. I love going out to eat with them. I love the experience. Or even if we weren't going out to eat, we'd order in and it was just fun. I love talking to them. I love the environment. I am such a person about the environment. I really love going out to new places. But at one point, going out to eat every Friday, it would start to feel like a chore. We would ask each other, okay, like where do you want to go to eat today? Or like, what are you in the mood for? And it just was like, it was not fun anymore. We were cycling through the same four to five restaurants. I was eating the same meal basically every week. And it was just not something I was looking forward to, even though I was looking forward to spending quality time with my family. The portion of actually going out and eating out was just not fun. So if you start cooking your meals at home, it will actually feel like you are living in this new area rather than making you feel like you're a tourist or a visitor or on vacation and that's something i realized like whenever i go on vacation you're eating out a lot more so if you're eating out a lot when you recently moved to a new place it's gonna feel unreal it's not gonna make you settle into your new place any easier if you limit eating out and cook more meals at home it will make your life a lot better it'll make it feel more real and it'll make you adjust a lot better to your new place. Another tip is to go for walks. Obviously, be cautious, be aware of your surroundings, especially if you're in a completely new city, like far away from home. Always be aware of your surroundings. That way you can feel a little bit safer, but going for walks and exploring your neighborhood or city really lets you get a better feel for the area, allows you to learn the area a little bit better. And just from going on these walks, I've been able to find so many cute little restaurants that I wanna try, so many different places that I just wanna walk into and explore and shop at and it makes me feel like I actually live here rather than visiting and that way I don't have to rely on Google so much like looking up what's cool in my area or where to eat or what to do I can actually just walk around and say okay I'm really interested in this one restaurant that's like a few blocks from us or I'm really wanting to go to this coffee shop that's literally right next door it might be different if you're not in an actual city city I also encourage you guys to go on to Facebook groups because there's a lot of Facebook groups for cities towns and everything I know there's a lot of Facebook 
Facebook group for where I lived at home and a lot of people post a lot of helpful things on there so somebody will post asking about where is the best place to get your hair done or get your nails done or a facial or a massage and then the people who have experienced those places or things will comment and give their recommendations and then you'll pretty much have a list of comments that you can go through. I have found that has really helped me because there's a lot of people in those groups that are also just native to the area so they know more than you do and they know which places you can trust a little bit more than others but also within these Facebook groups there's a lot of them for like young women in their 20s for example in Miami or XYZ like recent college grads in this city so you can go on there and a lot of them do meetups again be cautious because of covid obviously take all of the necessary precautions but you can go to one of these meetups i haven't actually gone to any of them but i know there's been meetups for picnics or to go paddle boarding or just to go and get some coffee which i think is really cool and it will really allow you to meet new people and kind of immerse yourself into that society a little bit more also following tiktok and instagram accounts for your area are super helpful i have followed a few from tiktok and a few on instagram that are just dedicated to Miami. These accounts are dedicated to finding the best places to eat, the best things to do, free things to do in your city. If you don't have one for your town, say you have a smaller town, maybe look one up for the biggest town near you or the city near you. That way you can actually maybe go on a little excursion, go explore that neighboring city or town or area. I literally love these accounts so much. Actually, one of the ones that I follow from TikTok talked about this candle making class and that's what we ended up doing this weekend so the fact that I was able to find that just through an app through a quick video was so easy rather than me actually looking it up it probably wouldn't have been number one on the things to do in the area but it ended up being an activity that we really did enjoy okay and then next I encourage you guys to make a vision board. I know I talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but the last episode was geared more towards how you want your place to look, like inspo for your place, like couches and furniture and the decor and all of that. I, again, I'm such a visual person. I really like seeing my goals out in front of me. So I encourage you guys to make a vision board for the you that you want to be in this new place. You can almost treat it as a fresh start, especially if you're moving to a new city or a little bit farther away from home. You can really become the you that you've always wanted to be or the you that you truly are that's just been hidden behind a few layers. I found that back at home, it was a little bit difficult to really break out of my shell to be the me that I always thought I was going to be just because I grew up surrounded by the same people that I went to kindergarten with as the people that I graduated high school with. So it's kind of hard to change your persona or who you actually are because all of these people already knew you. You already had a role in that little society. So changing it up fully was kind of difficult. I know some people this is easier for them, but for me it was a little bit difficult and I basically was very shy, very reserved and didn't really come out of my shell until college because I treated that as a fresh start and I'm treating Miami as a fresh start. I'm really branching out there. I'm putting myself out there. I'm creating content and I wish the Kira back in high school or middle school would have had that courage to do so then but better late than never and I'm glad I'm really putting myself out there now. I made a vision board basically for the type of person that I want to be and it's on my computer so I can see it daily. I can really kind of manifest it into reality. I can work towards becoming that person so 
I encourage you guys to do this. It's just also a fun little activity. The next tip is to make plans to visit the place you left. I moved just before the holidays, so I gave everyone a heads up that I was gonna be in town for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and a few weeks in between, just so that I could reach out to the people that I really wanted to talk to so we can make plans to get brunch or coffee or dinner. And it kind of just allows you to keep in touch with those people you left because sometimes FaceTime and texting isn't enough. So I would definitely make plans to visit. I do very much miss everyone that I left back at home. I left my entire family back at home. I left some friends from high school, from college back at home. So whenever I get the chance, I'm going to let them know, hey, I'm coming. I'll obviously plan to visit them again these holidays. I'm not going to say any concrete date of when I'm hoping to visit home because I know my mom's going to be listening to this. And if I do say a very specific date or anything like that, she's going to hold me to it and I'm going to actually have to get a ticket for it. So right now I plan on visiting home before the holidays. I just don't know when. And the last tip I'm going to give you guys is to put yourself out there. This is easier said than done. Whenever I was looking up like videos or blog posts about how to make friends in new cities or how to make friends post-grad, all of them kind of said the same thing. All of them kind of said the same thing. They all said, talk to the person in line with you at Starbucks, or if you're at the gym, talk to someone and compliment their form or their outfit or something like that. Or if you're going for a walk, compliment somebody then. They just gave ridiculous scenarios. At least I thought they were ridiculous because that's not who I am. Again, some people are a little bit more out there. Some people have that type of personality where they literally just can walk up to anyone and talk to them and befriend them, but that's not who I am. And for example, I don't think I would like somebody to come up to me at the gym and tell me, hey, I like your leggings or your ponytail looks cute because I'm in the gym to do what I need to do and then I want to get out. I'm not there for the chit chat. I know a lot of people go to yoga classes or Pilates classes because they like to be able to chat with other people and interact with other people, but I'm literally there to do what I need to do and leave. I don't want to be there any longer than I need to because that's just not who I am. I'm not a super gym junkie, so if I can just do it without interruptions and leave, I'm happy. And then I started thinking like, how do you actually make friends post-grad in a new city where you know literally no one? Over the summer, when I was living in Fort Lauderdale, we had gone to a bar and there was these two girls next to me at the bar who funny enough struck up a conversation with me. I think one of them complimented my shirt or my earrings or something and we ended up talking for a little bit while we waited for drinks. I asked them like how do you guys know each other like from college or did you move here and they met on Bumble Friends and I was like oh that's cool and I didn't really think much of it. I was like okay that's cool. I really don't need to be making friends right now because I didn't even know that I was moving to Miami at that point point. and I think it was about maybe a week or two before Thanksgiving before I went off to Virginia to celebrate Thanksgiving with my family and I was scrolling on TikTok when I came across a video about how a group of girls basically became best friends through Bumble friends and I'm just I'm not the biggest fan of dating apps or online dating I've I've also never really had the need to do so that's just not the type of person who I am I'm not gonna go online to look for someone I I think I'm more old school I always just wanted to like come across somebody or be introduced to somebody but that's a little bit difficult when you don't know anybody so I decided to bite the bullet and just create a Bumble Friends profile and it might seem a little embarrassing but honestly everyone who's on the app is on the app for the same reasons as you are. They're all trying to find friends and you can obviously source a little bit of people out. I 
geared more towards the people that actually had a full profile that answered all the questions that put up a lot of photos and put a lot of time and effort into creating the profile i really didn't lean towards or swipe that much towards those people that had one or two photos and literally zero text on there because you could tell they weren't putting in as much effort. It ended up being so good. I actually ended up going to get coffee with somebody from Bumble Friends. It was so nice. It was honestly just so nice to get out of the house and talk to somebody new and experience something new. We tried a new coffee shop that I hadn't gone to before. And it was just kind of fun. I think sometimes I get a little bit too comfortable sitting within these four walls of my apartment and I know I do go out to the beach and I do go out to the shops and the restaurants but doing it with somebody else gives you a different experience and it allows you to talk about different things especially girl on girl talk I feel like that's always needed and it's very much necessary or at least for me I can talk to my mom all the time I can talk to my sister and my cousins all the time and my friends from college but doing it in person is just so much different you really get the vibe and you guys can start laughing and really get something going and it ended up being so fun i also went on another little i guess friend date you could say with another girl it wasn't through bumble friends but it was through social media we found each other on tiktok ended up following each other on instagram we realized we both were very similar had similar passions and just thoughts and whatever so we ended up getting brunch and it was also super fun so i definitely encourage you guys to put yourself out there social media is so powerful you can really meet people but also again be cautious because not everyone is real i know at least for bumble friends you can verify your profile i think by uploading your license which i think is such a great thing to have i know i verified my profile that way it just makes me feel a little bit safer when i'm talking to these people because people like to scam people and people like to catfish and all of that if you guys if you guys just are on social media you would understand that so be cautious, but definitely put yourself out there. Comment on somebody's Instagram photo. Like it's just those little things. I feel sometimes when you hide slightly in a positive way behind a screen, it can be good because I know sometimes just going up to somebody randomly in the streets is a little bit intimidating. I know I've followed so many people and so many content creators that live in Miami and I just message them because the worst thing they can do is just put me on red, but at least I know on my end that I put myself out there and I have found so many great girls. I have been able to talk to so many different people, so many different content creators. And that's another thing I was lacking. I didn't really know any content creators. I don't really have any content creator friends like in real life. So just by chatting with those people online, especially with those people that live in the area, I can make plans to go meet them and go hang out with them and go learn from them. If you take anything away from this episode, it's to put yourself out there. Don't be scared to try something new. I know I was so scared and nervous when I created Bumble Friends. I was actually nervous to tell my boyfriend at first that I created a Bumble Friends. I was like, what is he going to think of me or like whatever, but he didn't care. He's super supportive of all that stuff and it ended up being great and I'm having fun doing it. So put yourself out there. But with all that being said, I know I shared my intention of the week in the last episode, but I figured I would just reiterate it for this episode, but it's to prioritize waking up early and exploring and leaving the apartment more. Fortunately, I don't know how much of that I can do this week because the rest of the week is going to be so rainy and so gloomy and cloudy. Hopefully it ends up clearing up and hopefully I do get a chance to kind of leave the apartment this weekend, but if not, I want to make sure I clean the house, tidy up the furniture. I want to go online and buy some more decor pieces and candles and vases just to add some more life to the apartment with all that being said i hope you guys enjoyed this little bonus episode this part two of wednesday's episode and i will talk to you guys again on wednesday bye